Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome to the 4th of July edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. But the fireworks actually began last week, didn't it, Dustin, with USC and UCLA making the jump to the Big Ten. I'm Jim Galante. He's Dustin Hawkinsmith. Dustin, when you heard the big news on Thursday, what was your first reaction? Well, it was really hard to believe. So when the first social media post goes out, John Wilner from the San Jose Mercury News, I know of John, uh, not super familiar with his work, but... So that report goes out and then you're getting a lot of different confirmations that like this isn't this is for real. And it doesn't even take until the end of the day uh, and the end of the night for that to be confirmed and announced. So my head was absolutely spinning. I mean, you've seen a lot of different conference expansion. You've seen a lot of different discussion. You've seen the SEC most recently uh, bring in uh, Oklahoma and Texas, and that was a big deal. But that one kind of made some sense. They're not that far away. They're already in the state of Texas. Uh, but this one, I mean, the Midwest-based Big Ten to add two programs from Los Angeles is it's still hard for me to wrap my head around, but as we've gotten a few days into it, I think I feel like I understand where this is headed, uh, why it's happening. Um, it, but it, it is just, a, I think, a sobering reminder that you know, college football and college athletics at large. I mean, th- it's going in a direction that isn't going to look like what your your father or grandfather watched, you know, way, way back in the day. This is this is really hit home as being um, the biggest shock, I think, of all this conference expansion is to see two West Coast schools added to the Big Ten. Uh, that It's still surprising to me, but um, there's a lot to unpack from it. As you might guess, we're going to devote our show to this because there is – so many layers to it, Dusty, That, and I'm sure we're not even going to hit them all today, and more news is going to keep coming out. I was with you. I was uh, really surprised early in the day when it first came out. I didn't even want to take it seriously yet until it was confirmed because this kind of stuff sometimes just gets, gets out there. But I do want to... I told myself as this was coming out and being shocked by it, we've taken every other thing, the transfer portal, name, image, and likeness, and we all throw up our arms. Oh my goodness, the game is being changed. It's not going to be the same. Obviously, there's going to be differences. Why is this bad? And a lot of people are treating it that way. What is really so bad about this? I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, to me, it, we're, we're just going on a little different ride. And, you know, I've seen various different things. I saw a Reddit post just about West Virginia and the Big 12 and feeling like there's no, um, you know, no real rivalry and there's no real emotional connection to these different schools. That's where we're headed is uh, I think you're going to start to lose out on some of that hardcore rivalry stuff. Now, you know, the, in the Big Ten's case, they're 
everybody's still there, obviously. So you're not going to lose that completely, but um, you know, you're, you're adding two transplants from the West coast and it is just going to be, I, I think what it comes down to for me is that it's a business oriented move and everything is a business oriented move. Um, USC and UCLA in the PAC 12. I mean, right off the bat, they're going to stand to make, I don't know, 30, 40, $50 million more per school per year being in the big 10 versus the PAC 12. And for in the big 10's case, they're going to be able to expand into that Los Angeles market. And I'm sure the big 10 isn't done yet. They might say that they're standing pat now. I'm sure they're not done yet. There there's going to be a lot more enticing, um, you know, situation for, for their negotiating, um, BTN Fox for them to negotiate a TV deal. So money is driving this train. Without a doubt, if if that were unclear prior to this, money's driving the train, and I, I'm I I'm kind of excited about it. I mean, you get a whole splash of something new here with two storied programs. You're not bringing in San Jose State and San Diego State. This is US, USC and UCLA, and I think that's the important part. And by the way, we will get to those other potential teams coming in. Let's just talk about this on the surface. USC and UCLA coming in. Dustin, I've been on my soapbox for months, maybe even a year. Remember the alliance that got kind of poo-pooed after a while with the idea of uh, playing teams from those other conferences? Well, in effect, we're getting that. We're getting the USC, the UCLAs. I'm excited about playing both of those teams, either one of them coming to Beaver Stadium I think will cause a great deal of excitement. And the thought of every two years making a trip to Los Angeles to play one of those teams, I think that's a great thing on the surface for Penn State, two exciting teams to play. I say Penn State, everybody else also in the Big Ten, but I think it really adds intrigue to their schedule. And I think that's what it's all about. I mean, adding in these intriguing matchups is a valuable commodity for everyone. I mean, I do feel like, and I think we covered this ground last week, Penn State going, um, you know, playing home and home against Auburn. Now Penn State looks like they're a little bit more formidable in the state of Alabama, and I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that they were exposed to this this state um, in a brand new way. So I think the same thing kind of happens here. you know, we're talking about trying to add as much spice as you can to these to, to team schedules. And you're right. I mean, this is not the route that I was expecting to go to get there. Um, I was with you. Like, I laughed at this alliance talk because it didn't mean anything. And now you have the Big Ten really pushing the Pac-12 to the brink of something. Um, contraction, expansion, whatever. Uh, This was the opposite of an alliance with the Pac-12, but the Big Ten surely gets better from it. And I think it's kind of like the race is on to add as many powerful brands to your arsenal as, as possible. Uh, for all kinds of reasons, for intrigue, for playoff, uh, but most importantly, I think for TV revenue. They're in the LA market, and they've got two traditional, you know, well-recognized, big-time brand names. Let's take a look at some of the notes for a an expanded Big Ten and what it would mean to have USC and UCLA come in. One of the issues, without being a regional 
conference anymore, but essentially a national conference, is travel. My thought is on if they, and we'll get to this in a second about how it's scheduled, I think it'll be 3-6-6. You have three rivalry games, and then the other 12 teams in the conference, you play six of them home and away, and then you play the other six home and away. So over a four-year span, if you do that, Penn State and everybody else in the traditional Big Ten would go to the West Coast once every other year, which I don't think is that big a deal. I think the only travel issues will be USC and UCLA. Besides playing each other, they would have a lot of traveling. Yeah, and I think that's those are the things that we still don't know what it looks like yet. And certainly for football, it's not overly complicated because of that. Um, you are gonna, but you know, you want USC and UCLA ask for admission into the Big Ten. Clearly, they're willing to accept. You know, whatever comes with that. And, you know, I think I've seen some people just sort of talking about, you know, student athletes and these are amateurs and you're up in the travel for for these athletes. And I think it's more of a thing for me. Like, I'm curious how it's going to be working out in the in the other sports. Not, not just the big revenue sports, but all the Olympic sports, too. It looks like all those sports are going to be involved in this. So for now, um, and we can I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but. These teams are set to join the Big Ten in 2024. My suspicion is between now and when that's supposed to happen, the Big Ten's going to make some other moves. And what I'm curious to see, and this is what I sort of predict, that you know, the super conference, the mega conference, I'm sure we'll get into the prospect of that too. But I feel like you're going to have like a Big Ten West that's going to be whatever, Washington, Oregon, uh, UC, UCLA and USC, where then you can sort of schedule around just like the NFL does. Okay, the the Big Ten East is going to play the Big Ten West this year, and and you'll be able to organize a little bit better. But that's a little bit further down the road. Um, if we're if we're taking it as is right now, I mean they're just going to have to deal with some travel logistical concerns and some some big trips. And I, I don't know whether you sort of couple. Um, you know, Penn State, for example, volleyball going to Nebraska and then going to UCLA after that to try to make it more of a like a, a, a road trip instead of, you know, back and forth. But uh, I'm curious to see what they explain, how they break it down, how they manage to find the most favorable way to, to make these trips. But there's no good way to do it in all these sports, I don't think. Well, for teams traveling out west, I suspect all the other sports – if you travel west, you play both UCLA and USC. But it does create some other intriguing things, like how about playing the uh, a Big Ten championship game out in the Rose Bowl, Dusty? I mean, if the Rose Bowl is effectively dead uh, from this, I don't, I don't know how you have the Big Ten and, and the Pac-12 coming together to play a, a, a good old-fashioned Rose Bowl game. Then heck yeah, play it out there. You know, add some intrigue to it. I think people have liked Indianapolis. They've liked um, playing in indoors. But man, why would you not want to play at the Rose Bowl as many times as you can with that backdrop and that tradition? Then yeah, you you know you are in the Big Ten footprint now, and pretty much all of America is in the Big Ten footprint. So yeah, go go crazy. I I don't really see any reason to to not do that. And before we end this segment, real quick, Dusty, I did a mock-up of a schedule where I gave 
Penn State fans probably won't like this, but I gave Penn State rivalry teams of Michigan State, Maryland, and Rutgers. Okay, probably the worst case. But I look at the Big Ten um, roster of teams, including, uh, well, before you add USC and UCLA, I think there's six or so quality teams. You divide them. I have Penn State one year playing Michigan State, Ohio State, UCLA, and Iowa. On the other year, playing Michigan State, Michigan, USC, and Wisconsin. I count that as either way, four really quality games. So I think the the schedule looks pretty nice with the added USC and UCLA. Yeah, I think it's a nice supplement. I mean, nobody's really got that rivalry history with those two teams, but certainly they can be rivals with each other. But it just adds a whole new spice and another layer of challenge to their schedules. Let's face it, anytime you have USC playing a Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, a Wisconsin, an Iowa, it's going to be a huge game. All right, Dustin, we're just getting started. Stick around in quarter number two. We're going to predict what comes next. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. <laughs> 